And welcome to episode 6 of Control Alt Deplete. I am like Buck Blind on the left side of the screen, and on the right side of the screen, we have Mr. Bioshock. There, now it's working. Hello. Yeah, I had to click on it and actually bring you up. Right. But now yeah. you're there. Cool beans. You're frozen in the in the, in the <laughs> video just and like you were in real life. Yeah. <laughs> don't start yeah, singing "Let It cool. Go" on me. What? I said, "Don't start singing Let It Go" on me." This <laughs> in my cab, much frozen. And Disney, don't sue me for saying "Let It Go." <laughs> <laughs> All right, how are you tonight, uh, Bioshock? Good. I'm finally getting over this flu I've had for the last like two weeks <laughs> yeah yeah I was sick last uh, week too that's why we didn't have a stream last week or uh, not stream but a uh, podcast yeah podcast because yeah I was sick dead. he was sick so yeah we just held off wasn't a whole lot anyway it would have been a short yeah, podcast just just now, now we have now we have all sorts of stuff to go over yeah oh uh, yep yeah. Uh, so yeah we've just been enjoying the pre-patch and Doing practice speed runs, so let's uh, jump yeah. into it. Uh, we're gonna cover the you know it was last week I think when it came out. Uh, we we didn't have a chance to talk about it last week, but the uh, episode three of the Legacy cinematic. I I think maybe yeah. it's the last one because they didn't release one this week, but maybe with the launch. I don't know. If, I don't know if they're doing it anymore. If it's just the three, I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That third one ended on like a. Not a cliffhanger, so I, that might have been it. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping maybe we'd get like four or five of them, but it's, I mean, yeah. It, also, it's it's clearly covering Nors, Nosdormu and you yeah. know Drakthir, so it's Ember not like Thal, it's whatever her name is right. Yeah, it's not. Uh, um, it's not covering the uh, different dragon flights like I kind of thought it might do. Thought they might have one for each dragon flight, but that's not the case. Uh, we did see Razageth though, and then we talked about at the start that maybe, maybe we'd see Razageth in those, and yeah. we did. Uh, yeah, it was really so, cool seeing him. I mean, seeing how big he is and the yep, power he yep. has, and then you kind of learned a little bit about the history where yeah. um, basically Neltharion created the, the uh, Drakthir to fight against Razageth. Well, well, to be his army, but. They needed them whenever Razageth started attacking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which I know from some other lore that I've that I've heard and read. I, it sounds like the reason Razageth was attacking was pretty much because he, which it it kind of makes it seem like Razageth almost not necessarily a bad guy, um, but it was that he didn't want the uh, um, the Titans to basically be controlling what the dragons are doing, and so yeah. he's kind of like fighting against the order that the, the Titans so he, wanted. It's like an anti-hero. Not like a yeah, villain. Yeah, exactly. Not a hero. He's kind of like Venom in Spider-Man. Right. Like kind of good, kind of bad. Yep. He's like, I don't, yeah. I want my freedom. And since you're not going to give it to me, I'll just kill everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like, so, like, he's like he's bad, but he's got right. some good intentions, I guess. If yeah, you look just, at it the, that just way. going around the wrong way about it, I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, you, who knows? I, I personally... Uh, I personally think that we are going to see, by the end of this expansion, we're going to see Nosdormu turn into Murzon. That's just my own theory, based off the cinematics that, you've seen. Do you think uh, that'll be the last boss, or the last boss of the next dungeon, next raid tier? Um, do, do, do you see him being the... I don't... 
maybe I don't maybe, know maybe sleeper wise he's actually the last boss of the expansion I could see him being <laughs> the final boss of the expansion, honestly, as Murazon. I think so, um, too. Either that, or we'll be fighting something during whatever whatever we are fighting during that final boss is when it'll happen, and he'll, like, you know, you, we kill the boss, it gets the final cinematic, and during that cinematic is when he becomes corrupted, and, yeah. you know, which, which based off of the history of, of, of Nosdormu, he chooses to... Um, Except the uh, the old god's power, I think, for, for, if I remember correctly, because it was the only way that he felt he could save the time waves or something, uh, right. the timelines. So maybe something's going to happen in that regard. Um, but definitely, I think this expansion is definitely Nosdormu focused as far as the aspects go. I mean, obviously we've had stuff yeah. with the different aspects and everything, but I feel like. Like your end zone, your final zone for leveling. You're dealing with those dormo. You're going back through time. There's all these things happening with Chromie and, and the timelines. So I feel yeah. like that's going to be the main theme. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they do that, what story they put forth for him becoming yeah, corrupted. I, I, okay, I mentioned it before briefly, but when I was doing a lot of research on the lore for Dragonflight, and it's pretty vague right now. Right. Um, there's... I don't remember who it was. It's a GM or novel. I don't remember. Um, shout out to both of them. Um, they mentioned that there might be some old god activity in this expansion. Oh, yeah. Um, and that, that maybe the next tier raid will be an underground empire that's on the Dragon Isle. Hmm. Could be interesting. I what I heard. That'd be, that'd be interesting, yeah. Cause there's, like, there's like Titan consoles down there, like the uh, dwarfs yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That no, are still like not flesh right right it also could make sense because if Neltharion wasn't you know once he became corrupted by the old gods you know he dwelled mainly underground as well so yeah. it might have something to do with him too uh, especially if they dig into his and maybe that's how Nosdormu ends up becoming corrupted maybe he is researching and trying to find out what happened all with with Rat Earth uh, um with, with, with Therion. Uh, Therion, who becomes Deathwing. Um, and maybe in the process of him, go maybe Nosdormu is exploring and trying to go through his Therion's old you know, stomping grounds on Dragon Isles. And maybe that's all corrupted by the old gods. Maybe that's when Nosdormu becomes corrupted. Who knows? Also, there are, yeah. I, know, I know there are some theories out there that maybe in these cinematics we're seeing, the legacy stuff, that he might already have become Murazon and that maybe he's actually asking these questions and looking for this stuff as a way to get pow get more power from the old right. gods. Um, I don't know that I buy into that theory so much. I, I, I don't think he's become Murazon yet. I think yeah. I think he's on the path to it. I think he's I think definitely we're gonna see it by the end of the expansion. Um I you know what you'll be interesting is so like if we're going to like this old god scenario and what if they, like he sacrifices himself to save us, and that's what turns him? It's very possible, it, yeah. Like some, some, some along the lines of that. And I think we should point out, uh, uh, Murazon, is that his name? Yes. We should probably point out that that's the leader of the the uh, the Infinite Dragonflight. The Infinite Dragonflight. For you guys that may have yep. forgotten or don't know, that's 
Norris Drummond is the leader of the Infinite Dragonflight just in the future, right? Yes. Is that how it works? Yes, in the future. Uh, so so back in Cataclysm, there's a dungeon called End Time, whatever you're trying to grab the Dragon Soul and everything, yeah. and you fight Murazon at the end of that dungeon, and you kill Murazon, um, and Norris Dromer is there with you, and, and that's when he reveals like Murazon is him, and that he now knows that his fate is sealed, that he will become Murazon, the leader of the Infinite Dragonflight. Yeah, um, and ever since that then, he's, he's point he's, out. Yeah, ever since then, Nazdormu has been, and it makes sense. You know, if you find out that you're going to become an evil villain, you're going to want to know why. Um, and he yeah. has been somewhat borderline obsessive with trying to figure out what exactly happened. And yeah. you know, it's it's understandable though. But it could be that very borderline obsession is what causes him to end up becoming Murazon, you know. Um, but no, I, I think I think to your point, I, my guess is something will happen um, where in the only way for him to save the timelines in Azeroth is for him to accept the power of the old gods and become corrupted. Um, but yeah. Then, <laughs> uh, which, which also kind of brings to the point of what happened with the cinematic. Neltharion... Basically, they started losing the battle against Razageth, and he, whenever things were getting di super dire, he basically then, and, and how long he'd been hearing the whispers of the old gods, I don't know. Um, my guess is that he's probably had been hearing the whispers, and they probably offered him power, and he turned it down. But in that moment, he went ahead and accepted the power of the old gods in order to be able to defeat Razageth, and that's when Neltharion became corrupted. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of what the cinematic covers. And it you know, also shows you know, what the Drakthir were created for. And, you know, that they're basically a warrior race. But also the interesting thing, and this is what kind of struck out to me, stuck out to me, was the, the Titan artifact that he had that basically gave him full control. Now, this is where I'm like, Maybe that's maybe he was already getting whispers from the old god, or maybe the Titans are a bit darker and not quite the good guys everyone thinks they are. Because why would you have a device that controls an entire race? Yeah, like that's a little that's a little a little bit much. Yeah, a little nefarious in its own making. Yeah. Now, do you have an idea of what old god would be in play here? Um. I believe it was Yog Saron that that's, first that's what I heard. To him. I'm pretty sure it was Yog Saron. Um, that's what, that's what I was thinking. A hundred percent positive, but I believe Yog Saron was the one that uh, that ended up corrupting him from the get go. Um, now I honestly think whenever he made the Dragon Soul, I believe, which is originally what was called the Demon Soul, because it was to fight against the demons. Um, right. But I I want to say that that was maybe multiple of them um actually it was it, it was in zoth that was who uh corrupted deathwing now whether yeah. or not that was yeah it sounds like it was, it was more of all of them that kind of got him to create the demon soul whether or not it was in zoth who reached out to him during this part or not i don't know um I know Yogg-Saron is who was responsible for corrupting um, uh, Galakrond. 
Um, I know Yogg-Saron was who, who was responsible for corrupting Galakron. We talked about that in the last podcast, I think. Um, Galakron was corrupted by drinking waters that were corrupted by Yogg-Saron. Um, right. And that is revealed during this expansion. Uh, so, spoiler, delayed, spoiler alert, whatever. If you watched last podcast, you saw the spoiler anyway. Uh, but yeah, no, so I, I, Inzoth is who corrupted Deathwing, but I do think they all kind of had a part to play in it. I don't think it was necessarily an individual one. I feel like it was more of a team effort. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but no, I, it, it's just interesting, like, the artifact, like, if it was a Titan artifact, and the Titans actually created that to control them, which... To be fair, is is becoming a bit on par with the Titans. I think it's one of the things they're going to explore with this expansion. Is the Titans are not necessarily this great benevolent being that we're we're used to thinking them as, but they had a little bit some, a little bit of their own, just kind of, eh, we're better than everybody. We should control everything type deal. So yeah. you know, but we're gonna kind of explore that. I think with this expansion, we'll learn more about that. Uh, but yeah, yeah if, if you haven't watched the third Legacies video, go watch it. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, and then we also had a uh, another video that they released for uh, the pre-patch launch. Uh, you want to go through that one a little bit? Um, is it the dwarf and the troll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nothing special. It was okay, I guess. Um, it just kind of shows you this dwarf and the troll. You know, doing the dragon riding in the aisles, and they're flying around, and just just enjoying themselves. And then out of nowhere, Rasjeth comes and almost eats them up, <laughs> and they fly away, and do all those maneuvers. And Rasjeth still in his mighty self was uh, chasing them, and I think that's, that's about it. Really much to it. Yep. Yeah, yeah it's just kind of a, a pre-launch. Uh, or pre-patch phase two introducing Drakthir uh, yeah. type thing. Um, I know there's a few in-game cinematics that I don't think we've seen yet, uh, just because we haven't we had our cinematic canceller on. Um, so yeah. I think I think I I think later on either tonight or maybe tomorrow morning I'm going to try to level up an evoker and catch some of those cinematics and stuff. We'll see. There's some good ones, yeah. But. Uh, Man, it, was, it was just a fun little cinematic. I liked it. It's nice. Anytime they give us a high-res cinematic like that, I'm going to be happy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they're they're great. Uh, I mean, WoW could make a really good animated movie if they wanted oh, yeah. to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah no, I know it would be a lot of work and a lot of money, but I think that would do a lot better than their live-action movie. Oh, yeah. Let Taron Gregory have at it. You know, let him make a, let him make a TV show or a movie. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be really cool. I think, I think that, yeah, they're, they're high-res... Uh, cinematics are fantastic among the best out there yeah oh for sure yeah um are we are we doing are we jumping into the uh the collector's box or are we doing that later um yeah we can go ahead and do that so sure yeah, we've All got right, I got it ready yep we've got our collector's editions so we're gonna do a special un hyped. unboxing for you guys on the podcast so if you're watching on youtube you get to see this if you're uh, listening on spotify or rss feed or apple to itunes i think i think it's also on amazon music or amazon podcast or something i'm not 100 sure but if you're listening to one of those well you can just listen along sorry you don't get to see all this beautiful stuff or <laughs> when you're done you can go check out the video on youtube and see this these these awesome things it's um, really cool all right go ahead and take so, a while you go you take us through all right, we're going to start with the box. I'm showing you the back because the whole thing is just beautiful. 
Oh, mine has so a piece of paper on the back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the back is like that, and the front is, you know, get the, the dragonfly on it. It's all yep. colorful. And it, it's like disappears very so colorful. Alright, now as we open it, we have our first item, which is the art book. And I didn't expect there to be this much art, and I think it's really cool to have this much art. So this is the book, the cover. Yeah. I also just want to point out the inside. Can you show them the inside of the box, the little, the, the logo? I thought yes. it was really good looking. I know that the Shadowlands one was, was not that great. It was super dark and hard to see. This one's nice and colorful and light, a little light blue and the gold ring. I like it a lot. All right, carry on with the book. I, just, I really like the emblem. It looked really good, in my opinion. Can you still hear me? Yep. Okay, my my uh, my uh, box fell out a little bit. My mic, <laughs> mic turned off for a second. Nice. That was weird. Yeah, so this is the inside of the box. We had some mouse pad. Okay. I'll open up and just show a couple pictures of the book. I'll just randomly open it up to a page. Ooh, like this. Beautiful. We got uh, a Tuscar here. Yes, Tuscar. Very nice. Yep. Uh, what else we got? We got... It's kind of cool. Some, some Titan... Titan constructs in mine. They've got all sorts really? of cool art in there and stuff. Uh, definitely, wow. definitely really awesome. Uh, and it's got, it's got so much art. And yes. only this art has, like, lore in it, too. Yep, there are... One second here. There are... Let me look and see. You've got... 205 pages of artwork in there. So, yeah, that's a beautiful. ton of art. It's, it's really cool. All the concept art, different art they've used, stuff. So. Alright, next on the agenda, we have the mouse pad. I was excited for this. Me too. I need a new one. Me too. Actually, no, mine, mine's actually alright. I got a shadow. I got one with Shadowlands. But now you can see the Altraz are there on the front. They're in our I can't get my mortal out. form and the dragon form. There we go. Yep. Oh, it's beauty. What it a beauty. It is a very cool mouse pad. I like it. Oh, my son can have my Shadowlands mouse pad. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next is the pins. These pins are sick. They are. I So I, got, I will say, I think that this, because I got the collector's edition from Shadowlands and from BFA, I think this one definitely beats out the Shadowlands one. Uh, like, everything in here, like, it's similar stuff. The, the Shadowlands one had an art book and, you know, mouse pad and the pins, but these are all just better than the Shadowlands ones were. So we got Caligos pin, a Ysera pin, Altraza pin, Nostromu pin, and a Rathion pin. Yeah, I really like how the uh, the texture, I was telling, them, telling you this earlier, the textures on the inside are like raised and like they have, yeah. you can't feel it, but like it's got the glass over it. It's, it looks really good. Uh, I really like these pins. I've never really cared about pins, but these are actually really good. Uh, yeah, they've got the five different dragon aspects. You got Caligos, Ysira, Alexstrasza, Nostormu, and Rathian. Um, yeah. Which I I don't know. Is that a spoiler? Did, did they inadvertently <laughs> spoil who's going to be the leader of the Black Dragon Flight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's between Rathian and Sibelian, right? 
right? I don't know, because they, <laughs> they still have Ysera, so, you know, maybe they just chose the most well-known figures. Right, better. Yeah. And last thing in the bundle, we have our invitation to Hogwarts. <laughs> it yes. is the envelope. Even the envelope's cool. I'm showing you, it's like, it's not a big deal. It's like, it's got our collector's code in it to... Uh, yeah, it's get just the got paperwork and stuff. stuff in it. But yeah, yeah, no, it's the just the envelope itself is nice. Yep, that was something I noticed on the um, on the BFA one. When I first got the BFA, like, it was really, really cool looking. I was like, that's super fancy, even just for, you know, an envelope. Yeah. No, they, they go all out for their collector's editions. Um, and, of Put course, the collector's back. editions also come with all the in-game items that you get with the... Uh, uh, deluxe and epic editions, all the all the other lower, the lesser, um, not lesser. That sounds wrong, but <laughs> essentially the less expensive editions. You get all the rewards that those come with as well with the collector's edition. Um, and if yeah, we get the time if, walkers, Hearthstone. And if you have bought the collector's edition, um, and then you have also already bought one of the digital d editions, whether it's the epic or digital deluxe or whatever they are. Um, Whenever you use the game code for this, you will get a, uh, a refund and Battle.net and your Battle.net account for whatever amount of whatever other one you had already purchased. So if you've already purchased the the eighty the eighty dollar one, you'll get eighty dollars in Battle.net in your Battle.net wallet, um, or you'll get uh, you know forty five or sixty whatever whatever level you bought, you'll get that refunded whenever you put this code in. Um, you can yep. use that for anything in the Battle.net shop, you know, mounts, pets, cosmetics, gold, whatever. Um, so yes, don't worry. Like you know, if you've already if you ended up buying both of them, you could still you can still get both of them. You just get your money back for the first one. Uh, but yes, the the collector's edition, very awesome. Uh, I this started. That's my Go first collector's edition, and I'm very happy I, I forked out the money for it. Right, yep, yep. I started getting them back in BFA. I've got, I've actually, I right back here, I've got them on my desk. I'm going to have to figure another spot to put them. But I've, I've got the Battle for Azeroth collector's edition, and I've got the Shadowlands collector's edition. Because I started getting them in Battle in BFA. Um, right. I would I would absolutely love to sit here and say I'm going to try to collect all the collector's editions and grab them but dude like it's it's if you want a collector's edition from like Wrath or something like that they're like 800 900 1500 dollars to get them because people because people will resell them and you know and now that yeah. you can't get them anymore they're super valuable um, actually, yeah let me see here if I wanted to get a Wrath of the Lich King collector's edition that would be on Amazon uh, the cheapest copy I can find is 450 yeah <laughs> and, and they're normally like 110 uh, I do kind of regret not getting the 15th anniversary collector's edition um because they, they made like a World of Warcraft 15th anniversary collector's edition. I do kind of regret not getting that one. Because that one I almost got. But I decided not to. But it would have mm. been cool. Yeah. Alright. Um, so I guess the uh, next thing to talk about is the pre-patch invasions. Yes. So yeah. Tuesday pre-patch started a couple days ago. Right? Yeah. It's Thursday. Yep. Yes. And okay. I don't know what day it is. You go out into the world. You see in your map you got different nodes and... and Northern Barrens, Ungirl Crater, and Badlands. Yep. 
and they just cycle through every three hours, I think it is, of like, uh, earth, fire, water, and storm. And you can get your essence, called the prim pr primable essence. And you turn that in for gear. Um, catch up gear, 252 item level. It's not crazy high, but it's something. Yeah. And if it you're collecting, monk out. <laughs> if you're if you're collecting like I did, you get all the transmog as well. That'll be gone when the expansion drops. Right. Uh, not no. Not to clarify this, the gear itself is like that. Is does not. You can get it in the expansion. It's just you can't get a certain color. Yeah. Because you look if you look in game and you go to your tab, you can see the cyclonic battle gear for like mail or whatever trailblazer or whatever it is, and you can see there's like five different versions of the gear. The Primal Storms is the one you can get right now, and that color will be gone in the expansion, but the other ones you can get still. Right. Yeah, you also... Yeah. Uh, from So the way that the uh, invasions are working is you go there, and it's roughly every 15, maybe 20 minutes or so, the boss yeah. will spawn. But, but when the boss is not there, there's just little ads that are spawning constantly... Um, yeah. The normal ones don't usually drop the primeval essence, but the elites will typically give you one to three essence, sometimes five if you get really lucky. Um, yeah. And then after a while, you just go. Basically, everyone's just going yeah. around farming them, collecting the essence and stuff. After a little while, uh, the boss will spawn, <coughs> and he'll have the shield on him. That'll have a, it'll be a bar at the top of the screen that says a hundred out of a hundred. And as you keep killing all these different elites and stuff that bar deep decreases also will the bosses spawn they'll get certain uh even like i don't exactly know what to call them because you already have the elites but they're like elite elite <laughs> so yeah. they're like mini bosses kind of that come out um and they will those will give you you know five to seven essence sometimes it just depends um but you kill those and then once that bar gets down from 100 it's down to zero then the boss, all the ads suddenly become like locked in place and, and like unattackable. And then the boss is there and you take down the boss. Uh, when the boss dies, you loot it. You'll get about close to 30 primeval essence. If it's the first time you've killed one, you'll get a quest that'll give you like, I think 60. I think, right, wasn't it? For Six, what? When you The first time you kill one of the one of the bosses, the primal lord, yeah, you gives get, your quest. You yeah, it's one of the items it gives you is a 60 essence, yeah. And you could do the first quest to get 10 of the, uh, whatever it's called, from killing just ads. Yep. And that gives you 30. And you can do it one more time afterwards, so you get 60 not 60 from the boss, so you get 120 really easily. Yes, like and that, that second time is actually a daily quest. Um, I, I read that yesterday when I was looking into more into it. It's a daily quest, so every single day you can actually go back and do that, collect 10 essence, and then you'll get 30. Okay. Or yeah, ten primal essence, and then you get thirty of the uh, primeval essence that you right. can use to send to alts. So that's actually a daily quest, which is cool. Oh, okay, um, cool. But yeah, each time that you kill the boss, you'll get roughly twenty-five to thirty primeval essence. Uh, but you also there's a toy you can get. Um, I th I don't think I've gotten the toy yet. Uh, and then there's the heirloom that you can get. The heirloom you get by killing each boss um, and looting off the. Uh, the dim primeval earth, or yes. water, or storm, or fire. Yeah, it's a dim. Yep, it's a dim primeval, and then whatever the uh, elemental type is that you're killing, um, you will get that. Uh, once you get all four, you click on them, and it combines them and turns them into the heirloom. Which the heirloom, I saw a lot of people complaining this heirloom isn't even that good. It's because it's an heirloom. 
it's meant it's not meant to be used at max level it's yeah, meant it's to be used for leveling thing. up and i will tell you right now as a speedrunner, this heirloom will be getting used on on any speedruns because it does damage and very yeah. few heirlooms do damage most of the heirlooms like right now the heirlooms that i use for speedruns, all they do is when you kill an enemy you get two percent of your health back just okay yeah. cool it's nice self-survival self-sustain but having an having an heirloom that'll do damage all for it that's going to help with speed runs and stuff so it, it's a very good speed uh, very good heirloom for leveling um so definitely go yeah. out and get that i know i've got three of my four i think you've got three or four. you need the fire one i need the earth one yeah so yeah. we're we'll be farming those later right now none of the right now only the water and the uh the storm one or storm yeah. Um, which is a little weird. I don't think that you should have two of the same type and up at the same time. I think it should be always three types up. Yeah, but it appears that that's not the case. Um, basically, every three hours it rotates and the, the ones will change, which by the time we're done the podcast, it should change. And we'll see if maybe we can get ours up that we need. Yeah. Um, next, we have the Old Mod Dungeon. No, we haven't really been able to do it yet, just because we were busy right. lately with speed leveling, and then now the podcast today. Yep. Um, but we plan on doing it this weekend with my parents. Yep. Which should be fun, and then we'll talk about it more next week, but from what I've seen, it's it's not meant to be hard, it's meant to be fun. Right, yeah. It's probably just like a, a normal difficulty like a heroic. dungeon. Yeah, it might be, yeah, I'd say yeah. heroic would probably be the hardest difficulty it would be. Yeah. So, so like your 252 gear that you get from the from the the pre patch, that should be easily more than enough to go and do the dungeon. Honestly, uh, yes, because the dungeon itself is uh, it it drops loot 250. So your 252 oh, yeah. is more yeah. more than enough. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Okay, so all the gears 250 from Oldemon. Gotcha. So that would be basically, I think that's the equivalent of a normal dungeon. Because I think heroic drops 260 now. Right. Yeah, I'm not positive. Yeah, it's just so it's just easy. Um, it's, it gives you a little bit of a taste of what's to come because that's one of the dungeons in the uh, mixed rotation. Right. Yeah. So okay, I, it'd be, yeah, it'd be heroic level. Heroic dungeons drop two forty nine right now. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's heroic then. But heroic yeah. is very very easy, especially if you have anybody. If you have even one person that is decently geared from. Uh, Shadowlands, that's going to make the dungeon a breeze. Yeah, and don't don't think like I, I at first they announced the old one. I was thinking, wow, really? Just another old dungeon? But it's the rework not. for it's actually really cool. Yeah, the actually, layout of the dungeons interesting. The fights are good. It's, it's just it's just nice. The whole new dungeon, basically. Yeah, I was going to say I don't think that I've ever. I don't know if I've done the original Oldemon dungeon. Um, oh. But yeah, as I was gonna say, I, I feel like this is more of like a, it's it's actually, I, I guess, less of a return to Karazhan and more of right. just like, uh, we're going to the same place, but it's a different dungeon. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is, it's, it's good. I, I liked it the few times I've ran it. It's, it's not a bad dungeon. Um, it's easy to miss the second boss, just, just as a heads up. Um, I know the first like three times the, we did the, it, we went past like there's a, it past the three dwarfs. Yeah, you look like you're going yeah, down. Yeah, that's the first boss. Okay, yeah, it the 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 le the path of the dungeon looks like you go right past it, and it's real easy to miss that doorway. Yeah. Um, so just be aware of that. Uh, but yeah, it's just a fun dungeon. I liked I like the uh, the three dwarfs because they're the lost Vikings. Uh, yep. 
yeah. from which is one of Blizzard's original game first way games. back in the day. I think that actually was I want to say their that was first. their very first, yeah. Um which is cool. Uh I think I don't know if they still have the 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 BattleNet arcade or whatever, but I think I think they had the BattleNet arcade for a while where you can go Yeah, they have the Blizzard arcade collection. You can actually go and play that game. Um, they have Lost Vikings on there if you have BattleNet and stuff. It's all free, I believe. Um yeah, they've got all their original games on there. It's, it's really cool. I know that's a little side note. But yeah, they've got the Lost Vikings, which is like a platforming Mario Brothers-looking type game and stuff. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> got a little distracted there. Um, but yeah, so get your catch-up gear. And then the other big thing that we have is Evokers are now playable. Woo! Woo! <laughs> I know. Bio has been playing his Evoker pretty much nonstop. Um, yep. I'll level up one probably tomorrow morning after I take kiddo to school. Uh, probably come home and then play that. So we'll see. Yeah, with like the changes they brought out recently to Evoker and the buffs to like their pyre with volatility and stuff like that for AOE, it makes them really strong and it's like a very fun playstyle. Like, and it, I didn't like it when I first tried it, and I said on on the, one of our first podcasts like, you know what, Evoker's so dumb. I did not like it. But I found like the correct talent build. I've been practicing a lot, and so I, the, the, I know the rotation. Right. It's a lot. It's a lot of fun. I love it, and especially I've doing a lot of PvP recently. And being like 270 item level, and people are, like 290, I'm still one shotting them. It's crazy. <laughs> Not, but that one shot's like every two minutes. But I mean, like the damage outside of one shot's still really good. It's just, it's just fun to like destroy somebody with one button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep, yeah. nope, it's been a lot of fun. Um, like I said, I haven't tried it yet. I will start one probably tomorrow, and then I will have to have you help me figure out what build I'm supposed to use. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I I think they have something where you can turn the whole, the new mechanic of like where you hold the button down to charge it up. I think they said they have something you can turn that off. I don't know if, uh, I don't think that mechanic itself is what made me not care for evoker too much i think it's just the whole play style i didn't like it um, right but uh we'll see you know i might test it out with that on or off and see if it changes the feel at all i don't know but the, uh the the nice thing with fire breath and attorney surge which is the ones you hold down you can just click it once and not hold it down and it'll cast to a power level one and then and stop and unleash after that gotcha and then you just hold down hold down for higher now okay. the reason why one power is stronger than say three or four, for example, with fire breath, is a level one fire breath does little upfront damage with a strong dot. So you want something if it's high health or gonna live for a while, you want the dot on. Right. And if it's about to die, and you and, or multiple ads about to die, you can charge up to level four if you're running the talent or three. And it's the like upfront an damage. Yeah, the upfront damage is a lot stronger, and the dot's a lot weaker. Nice. So it's just it's just situational, which is which is cool. Yeah, I, I like how, that. That's not how it was when I first started playing Evoker. Well, like, yeah, when it first was, it was basically just the longer you hold it down, the more stronger, stronger. everything is. Which, yeah. I mean, basically, kind of defeats the purpose of having different levels because you're just you're just then making you hold down a button the whole time. Um, yeah. So you know, now, I, I like that. So where it's a little more variant and situational so if you need this you do one power you need this you do three power you know yeah i like that yeah yeah and the trinity search the other channel ability or the one you power up 
its damage is the same with a level 1 to level 4 charge. The only difference is how many targets it hits. Gotcha. So it goes up. If there's four levels, it goes up by two. It goes two, four, six, eight. And so if you have a lot of ads, you'll channel and get eight targets hit. Or you just if there's like one or two targets, you just click it once and it's it's all the damage is the same for Trinity Surge, so it's Right. It just yeah. depends on how many targets. This is good. That's 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 a good it's, way to do it. Yeah, there's some there's some good changes for Evoker and I think now that people are getting the hang of it and learning how to play it, it's it's a lot it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It it yeah, it was weird because like they evokers felt like they weren't as strong as other classes yeah. and i mean listen it, you can call it a flaw but I, I don't personally think it's a flaw but what blizzard has always done with their hero classes such as dk and then demon hunter is when they first come out they're super op because yeah. they want people to play it. They want people to try the new class. It's the new thing. It's a hero class. They want it to feel stronger. And I didn't get that with Draxir. I, I, I didn't I didn't get it, that feel. But from what I've been seeing, like tier list wise, they're still not the strongest class. Like right. they're no but, other than nobody but if, they're like, holy crap, they're like the next Death Knight or the next Demon Hunter. Like, yeah, not yeah. The case. But it also like, felt like they were not just not just average, but it felt like they were weak compared to the other classes. Yeah, oh, I agree. Yeah. And so, so at least bringing them to where they're on par with the other classes is definitely good. Because um, what yeah. you don't want is to have a brand new class that you know everyone's going to want to try out and just have it be a sucky class that is bottom of the charts every single... <laughs> kind of like Monk in their first season and Mop. Right. Well, Windwalker. Mistweaver is actually pretty good. Yeah, but, Mistweaver yeah, was Wind, pretty good. Mistweaver's... I played a lot of Windwalker back in the day, and I'll tell you, like, it was, I only did PvP on it, and it was hard. Right. Um, and they got buffed later on, and I did really well with it. But for like that first like couple months, it, the Windwalker was not good. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how Windwalker does this expansion. So I definitely want to try him out a bit and kind of get used to him and, and figure out a leveling uh, system with Windwalker because I think Windwalker has really good potential for speed runs. Right. Um. But yeah. yeah. So basically, right now you got your pre patch out. Go if you haven't already done it. Get your Evoker leveled up. Um, get geared up on your alts that are already max level. If you're not max level and you still need to level up your alts, these invasions are really good they're for good. leveling. They're, I, I don't know exactly yeah. how much XP they're giving because I don't have any alts that aren't max level right now. Um, I did that before yeah. already. But uh, there's if you're doing the invasions, you see people left and right dinging, leveling you know through doing the invasions. My guess is it's similar to the Legion invasions where like if you were level... What was level uh, those 90 to 100 you're level 100 for the legion invasions so 90 90 was like the cat was the wad max level or, yeah. no that was cataclysm max level right cataclysm no. was 85 yeah and then mop brought mop it to 90. 90 so yeah, yeah if you were if you were still like level 90 and then you did a legion invasion you get to like level 92 um and even now, the Legion Invasions are good, are decent XP, because they do still have the Legion yeah. Invasions, but they had, like, the pre-invasion stuff, were, were huge, fast leveling. You could probably get, like, if you're right now, if you're level 50 and you haven't progressed through Shadowlands at all, you can probably get, like, two levels every time that you kill, every time you do the invasion or stuff, or, you know, I don't know, I don't know exactly what the XP is, but you get a good amount of XP from doing the invasions, so, you know... Have no fear. Go and level up in, in these invasions. Uh, get your gear. 
get everything set for uh, get ready for for Dragonflight launch, which is in a week and a half. Yeah, not not to try and correct you, but after Mop was Wad, so Wad was the uh, was a hundred to hundred and ten, which Legion was. No, no, no. Mop, you... Mop was so Cataclysm was eighty five was the max, and then Mop was, Mop 90, was ninety, and then, and then Wad, Wad was ninety was to hundred. Yep. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah, you would have been like if if you hadn't had leveled up, you probably would have been about ninety or so whenever you were doing the Legion invasions, because uh, right. that would mean you hadn't leveled up from from Wad, which I mean a lot of people skipped. Well, didn't skip Wad, but played it for half a half a week and then stopped <laughs> yeah that's when i quit the only time i ever quit wow was during wad you know honestly I, I don't say that i quit wow but it's the only wad is the only time that i did not have an active subscription since the time that i started because there's about a six month span and this is probably a year in, into wad like i think it was it was a year and a couple months into wad so i played wad uh, but during that stretch, cause I think it was, it was like a year and, and three months or something where there was no content added. And during that stretch, I, I did end up, cause I, I just, after a couple months, I hadn't been playing it. So I went ahead and canceled my subscription. And then I came back about two, three months before Legion launched. Um, and then I have never, I don't think I've ever canceled my WoW subscription since then. I've had it yeah. I've like come time. back. I've had it active always. Yeah. Yeah, and I personally, like, I look back at WAD, I think the end game was terrible, and I think that's why they have issues with WAD and why people didn't like it. I think the raids were subpar. Um, I think the although Hellfire Citadel was actually a good raid. Um, well, they had they had another whole raid ready, but they just scrapped it. Yes, yeah, they, they gave up on WAD because it was failing badly, um, and, and so they, they scrapped any work that they were doing. And then, because there was supposed to be a whole new, a whole big patch and and new, you know, zones and stuff. And I heard it was new legendary, like how the house frames axe was going to be a legendary. I thought possible, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they they scrapped all of it and just jumped straight into Legion, which Legion. I also Legion was good. I also had heard that like Legion, and I don't know how accurate this is. I'd heard that Legion was kind of supposed to be like part of the second. Like the, the the a later patch in um, Wad, like the like the Legion coming back and stuff, wasn't really originally supposed to be its own expansion. It was supposed to be part of Wad, but I I think and it's supposed to be much smaller. I think, um, but basically because of how Wad was doing, they scrapped everything that left for Wad and then made Legion its own expansion and kind of expanded Legion. To an extent, again, that might not be a hundred percent accurate, but I've heard that uh, multiple times. I've heard that that was kind of the case. Uh, I don't know to what extent. It may have been more like, "Hey, we're like the first part of Legion would be what was going to be in in Wad." I don't know exactly how it all went down. Yeah, uh, but no, like I, I think with Wad, the dungeons are terrible. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna like. Like I, I didn't mind doing them at the time, but I I don't like doing old wad dungeons. Um, I, I the raids were whatever. There's nothing there's nothing memorable from the end game. Um, I don't yeah. I know Ashran was a failure at first. Uh, I think they fixed it, it a awful. bit, and it's not so bad after some changes they made later on. Again, I didn't do PvP, so I don't know. Um, but I will say the to me, wad 
their leveling system and and the storytelling that they did because that was that was the expansion where they really really started doing in-game cinematics just tons of them and the storytelling have a really story driven um leveling system and everything it was fantastic leveling and wad to me is i know you aren't a big fan of it um but i like the storytelling um i don't care necessarily for the zones themselves that much but i like the way they told the story the music from wad is fantastic i am one of the people that I love the garrisons. I thought the garrisons were awesome. I think there's a I lot. I think there's a lot more they could do with the garrisons, um, but I liked having my own place that I could go and arrange in the way I wanted it. Um, have you know? I loved having a garrison. Where you, you know, I've got a bank there. I've got an auction house there. I've got you know. That's why people didn't like it though, because there's no interaction with other people anymore. Yeah, but I don't like interacting with people, so it fit for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, the idea is cool. I think I think you should have it like how new. I don't know. You never play New World, but they had like this housing system where you could buy a house. Yeah, I like put furniture and like, yep. like memorabilia all around it and stuff, and like make it really cool. Yes, uh, that would be cool if you could do that in like a main city, like Stormwind or Algamar, like have like a little house that you can like load. Oh into. yeah. Here, so here's, uh, with, here's without a bank auction house that kind of stuff. Then yeah, I don't know. So here's what I think. Um, and, and I, I, player housing has been a big contention point between players and the devs because the players have been screaming for years. I'm, I mean, I'm talking even with WAD before WAD, they were screaming, we want player housing. We want player housing. And Blizzard has basically been like, we could give you player housing, but it would cost you a raid tier because we can't, we can't do both. We have to have, we have to either... Player, player housing would take so much work that we would basically you would you would have another wad where you're not gonna have any new content other than the player housing. But let me tell you, if you had a final patch that all it was was player housing, people would be happy with it. But also, here's my theory: let's renovate Goldshire or not Goldshire, but uh, Elwyn Forest. Let's renovate Elwyn Forest um, and make that an area where you can have player housing in there. Or something like some of these starting areas, starting zones. Um, a lot of the old zones don't see any playthrough. You could you could honestly have a lot of player housing put in to other to old zones, you know, and they wouldn't even have to be right near the big cities. They could be whatever. You could have some player housing in the cities. I think it'd be hard to fit it in, but you could have it um, and maybe have that like more expensive player housing to get in there. Like that's the the premier player housing is in the city. Um, yeah, I think I think they have it like how Incense works with like the loading screen and everyone has like the same little area. Well, not everyone is the same right, one. Yeah, but I have like a couple around price range different yeah. and then like different so, levels and stuff. And I don't know. Have you ever played Final Fantasy? The, uh, the, a little bit. The online one. So their player bit. housing, you actually have like a whole district there where there's like. 40 50 houses there that you actually you, you could see 40 or 50 different houses there and it's a whole district and all it is is player housing so you actually have like a neighborhood and all this stuff now inside that you know housing there's there's all sorts of different i don't really fully understand how the rest of it all works but i know walking around like you have a whole section this whole zone is nothing but player housing and you could do something like that you know maybe they make a new zone i don't know but you could they could easily do something like that um obviously i'm not i say easily but like it would be a lot of work 
but like you could add that in there and fit places you could find that in there really easily yeah um in places to put i think it'd be really cool i think it'd be beneficial just for wow as a whole to get player housing honestly um I mean, especially if they have a situation like with wad where they just kind of gave up on it and started working yeah, towards the next expansion like you have and in yeah. wad hellfire citadel last it was a, a year long yeah yeah uh no so like, so that's so both horrible. both um the final raid for Miss Pandaria and the final raid for Wad, both of those were super long times. Um, I think uh, the what's the uh, what's the final one called in in Miss Pandaria? Which, it's one where you kill where you fight Garrosh at the end. Oh, that's uh, Siege of Orgrimmar. Yes, that's right. Siege of Orgrimmar was also lasted for over a year. That was the only raid, um, and then and then Wad. I, th I think in, in, in MOP, I think they had, like, a little half-content patch, but, like, you still just had the same raid for a year, over a year. Um, but WAD, I think part of it was the fact that people were already angry about how long it took from the raid, final raid in WAD and how long it was for, or final raid in MOP before how long it took for WAD to come out. And then when WAD came out, we did it again and had that super long wait time. Um, yeah. that's, that's when they really started going, all right, we need to kind of either stretch out our patches so that they're, we have the same number of patches, but they last longer. So there's less time between the expansions. Um, you know, it's, it's difficult to say what they, what all they were trying to do. Um, but no, I think having player housing would be really good for the game. Uh, I, I think it's something that I know from from blizzard's perspective they keep looking at it going well if we're going to do player housing it's going to sacrifice this work it doesn't have to you can bring in a team you know listen you activision has tons of money they're about to get 70 billion dollars from microsoft buying them lit next year <laughs> you know and honestly yeah. i will say i do think when microsoft buys them i think we're going to get player housing in an expansion shortly after that because i think microsoft is going to come in and say do player housing because they already have player yeah. housing with uh, elder scrolls online uh, right and i think that they would i think they're i think we'll see player housing probably in the next expansion I think some, whether it's halfway through that expansion, I don't know, but I do think that this is gonna. I think I think we will get player housing in our next expansion. Um, yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. Well, but yeah, no. We'll just we'll, we'll just move on. Just do a quick recap of what's in pre pre patch right now. You got the invasions. You got evokers. You got Oldemon. Get out there, do that stuff. Have fun because you best drops in. Week and a half. A little less than two weeks. Yep. Yep. Um, which, speaking of the launch night, uh, Alex, oh, yeah. Bi or Bioshock and I will be <laughs> streaming. Uh, we'll be doing 24-hour yep. streams and having our race for world first. Um, yep. There's some more information that might be coming out on, on that here in a week probably or next probably week. next, next yeah. podcast. Um, hopefully, hopefully, we'll I'll get some official news between now and then and i can actually announce it i've been checking every day like well every day i've been checking every like hour to see if there's any uh, if there's been an official announcement yet but uh some exciting news coming up soon once yep. there is an official announcement can't wait to share that with you guys um but uh yes regardless 
launch tonight, Bioshock and I, we will be live. Pro I know I'll be on probably an hour or so before the expansion goes live. Um, yeah. The 24-hour clock, we'll start that expansion. We're, I'm going to go from 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern time that night until 6 p.m. the next night. Uh, and yeah. we're going to level up as many tunes as we can. Um, not necessarily speedrunning all of them. The very first one, we, we are going to be trying to get fast as we can and trying to get that world first 70 when we hit it it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a slim chance i think there'll be somebody that'll beat us probably because there'll be different strats that people could do that we just don't have the resources for but, yeah but the following we're, we're gonna be yeah we're gonna be very close behind uh them whoever does get it i think i think we'll be very very close yeah um, i know we did a practice run last night it was our best time and it was it was really good time too uh, I think we'll be able to improve even more on that and, and definitely definitely pick up the pace even some more. And I've got a few ideas, tricks, and things to do that can shave off a few minutes here and there, so that'll be fun. Uh, but yes, yeah, so join us in the stream. Uh, after we do our first one, the second character that we level will be kind of relaxed and watching cinematics, hanging out, just having fun with it. Um, and then we'll get probably get uh, going to try to get two more in before the 24 hours is up. But we'll see. My goal is to get four characters done. Uh, we may yep, only fit same. three in. We'll see. Yeah, that's. Well, I guess we're basically doing our week out before the add-on, which is okay. But yeah, um, 24-hour streams. We're leveling double demon hunter, and then some alt after that. I know I'm going to be leveling the focus checking because hell yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, yeah. What what yeah. are you gonna level first? Go ahead and go th go through the four. Oh yeah. So, so yeah, Demon Hunter first for speed leveling. Just makes sense. They just they are the best at AoE. I think. Yep. Yep. They, and they and, and really mobility. Survivability. And mobility. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Their survivability is like unmatched when you're pulling like 50 mobs. <laughs> we have had some massive pulls. Uh, Insane pulls, yes. and they come fast too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. It's. Yeah. it's the thing I think that I, I think Demon Hunter really excels at that other classes just can't do is that if you pull, let's say, I mean, we've had we've had several pulls. Where I would say we probably have twenty five to thirty enemies, yeah. and our health starts decreasing, <coughs> and it really is a race because as yeah. soon as soon as enemies start dying, Demon Hunters become unkillable. Because yep. as soon as an enemy dies, it generates a soul fragment, which heals you for 25% of your health. So four enemies dying will fully heal you. And the, with and AoE, the, we have... Leech. Yeah, with AoE, we have... It's, it's ridiculous. No other class... Monk has the most similar thing, because um, they have the little orbs, but it doesn't heal you as much as... The, oh, uh, not nearly. Yeah, not yeah. nearly as much as Demon Hunter. I mean, it's, it's crazy... Once, if you pull a big th pack of 30 mobs, as long as you can start killing them before they kill you, uh, you just become unkillable because you're constantly generating soul fragments. And even if yeah. if, if you're talented into the Chaos Nova and you use the, uh, the, uh, the secondary talent that will cause Chaos Nova to generate soul fragments sometimes, have a chance to generate soul fragments, if you are getting low on health and they're not starting to die hit that Chaos Nova, you'll get about five or six Soul Fragments and instantly be healed. Um, yeah. It's just, there's so much survivability with it. It's great. Yeah, so, so I, uh, leveling Demon Hunter first, Evoker second, Feral third, and if we do a fourth that night, it'll be Shadow Priest. Yes, yep. And then for myself, uh, number one, Demon Hunter, because, you know, 
Hell, Just can't be that. <laughs> Demon Hunter. Demon Hunter. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's me. That's Demon Hunter is all I play. Uh, so yeah, Demon Hunter, uh, and then probably the Monk second, and then Hunter third, and the fourth will either be a Mage or a Druid. I haven't decided yet, um, but it'll, it'll be one of those two. So, right. but, but my plan is for that first week to get everything max level anyway. Uh, I want to get yeah. all my alts max level that very first week. We will see if it happens because uh, there's a lot of different alts now. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of characters. I think I don't know if I'm going to do every class because I just because <laughs> you'll, 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 you'll want to play every class. Yeah, no, either that or just like I'm not interested in other classes really. Right. I kind of found like my three that I really like, which is uh, Evoker, Feral, and Shadow Priest. Nice, nice. What do you think you're going to main? Evoker. Evoker, yeah. All right. So you settle on Evoker now? Yeah, I love nice. it, man. Nice, nice, awesome. And if, my my first stall will probably be Feral. It's a melee to have, but I think Feral's are really strong. Yeah, yeah, they've been very, very strong. I, I'm expecting they'll get nerfed at some point for AoE, just based off of that. I don't. They may have already gotten a little bit of nerf. I don't know. Um, yeah, their AOE consistency is really the AOE burst is is not like crazy like uh, some classes, but their consistent AOE damage is very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so add on of the week, we are gonna cover uh, weak auras today, and mm -hmm. <laughs> that's we're not gonna go full into detail weak auras because holy cow, weak auras are. They, they, yeah, weak auras are something else. They have there's so <laughs> much stuff you can do with that. Let me swap to this. There we go. Um, all right, yeah, so weak auras. Here are weak auras. Let me make that a little bigger. So in weak auras, you can make so many things. Um, there's a website, wago.io. Um, W-A-G-O dot I-O. Uh, you can import weak auras that other people have made. Um, a lot of mine are imported. I also have a lot that I've made myself just because there's certain ways that I get that I like it. Um, but like So like my experience bar up here, that's a weak aura that I've imported. Um, now my Havoc stuff, right here I've got my energy bar and then different buffs when they're active. You can see I can see exactly right there when they're active and it tells me how much time is left on them. All sorts of different ways. Let me walk you through making a quick basic weak aura real quick. So you just click new aura. Um, I usually make a pre-made one. Um, so like for me, you can make a progress bar and you can choose horizontal or vertical. That's how I made my resource bar. So let's take a vertical bar and then uh, you click your resources. As a demon hunter, all you have is fury. So now it's made a fury bar. And then, boom, we have a fury bar. And it names it. You can change the colors on here. Bar color, whatever color you want it to be. Background color. Uh, there's a lot of different details in here that you can change. As to, like, text and stuff. I'm not going to get into all of it because there's... As you can see, you've got all these different things that pop up, different ways you can do it to make whatever you want it to do. Uh, you can also make stuff for like an icon. Uh, so you can make a large icon to show your buffs or your debuffs, picking whatever buff it is you're wanting to look at so you know when it's up. 
Um, if you're gonna if you're gonna be a demon hunter, you're gonna momentum build. You're gonna want this momentum one here because uh, that'll tell you when you have that buff up and help you manage it. Um, let me see if I can find my the, some of the the ones that have been made. Here we go. Uh, so let's show these off real quick. So like these are all the ones that uh, Luxthos has made. Shout out to Luxthos. He makes some of the top. Uh, weak auras that players use, some of the most used ones. He makes all sorts of stuff for e every class, pretty much. Um, let me delete this. So it's not in the way. So, like, this has a ton of information on it, but this is showing everything expanded. So, let me just activate these. Um, Alex, what do you use your weak auras for while I get these active? Um, where's. Oh, well, mine's disactivated for some reason. Weak auras right there. Let me reload. Um, I don't have a lot right now, I don't think. Weak auras. I only have... Oh, yeah. I have, like, the Tazmesh Veiled Market, market Trading one. Yep, uh, yep. Yeah. I have some uh, PvP ones. I'm, I have a Monk one for Keep Track Keepers. And one for Fell Bombardment for Demon Hunter. Have a blunderbuss one for my rogue. Nice. Yeah, I don't have too many. I'm actually just looking at the website right now, looking to see if I have anything for Evoker yet. But I don't think I see anything. Yeah, it'll probably be a couple days before they get that. I'm sure Luxus will have some up soon. I can help you look afterwards as well. Oh yeah, I see it. I see Evoker tab nice. right now. Um. So yeah. So anyway, I've got the uh the Demon Hunter one spread here. So this is Luxus Demon Hunter one. So you've got the different oh, yeah. icons, and it's all based off your your uh, talents. So you've got Emulation Aura, you use that, it gives you a countdown. Um, let me go over to a training dummy. Um, but it tells you, you know, how long the buff is up for, and then it'll tell you how long the uh, cooldown is. So now it's got 10 seconds on its cooldown. Um, you've got all the different abilities that are up there. Let's run over to the training dummies, so you can kind of see what it looks like in combat. It gives you all sorts of information. And uh, the way that he has his built is it'll change based off what talents you're using. Um, so like we do I-beam here, now all the abilities change because we've got our meta is, is you know up on metamorphous form. Highlights when stuff's proccing, you can use your meta here. Fellblade, cooldowns, it just tells you how many charges, you know, what the cooldown is. Use your interrupt, hunt, chaos nova. Over here it's got different dots that are on the enemy target that'll tell you. Actually that's, that's I think from my actual... Uh, unit frames <laughs> but yeah no it tells you all your energy resources um what are those oh that's my so that like the screen bar here is my fell rush um the p little skinny pink bar down here is like your your gcd cooldown so you know when you can actually hit a button uh, but no it's just it's really cool they've got tons of different recours every class has some out there um what i originally used to do is i would take others records like this and then scrap it into pieces and take what i like from it and then now like i said i've started making my own that i just are set up because i found a format that i like and i you know i set up my own on there um, but there's a lot of other things that weak auras can do too aside from just class type stuff um, so for example a weak aura that alex and i are using is um i don't know if it's on here or not i don't think it's but on the uh the shared, shared it, yeah so we have one that will share the quests with each other uh, i think we need to actually probably 
get that up for down life. here. Yeah, because that would suck. Uh, not have that. Um, uh, but then you had like this quest here. This was for the maze in Mist of Tyranna Shrine. And it would have a little thing that popped up. You click it, you know, and, and to get the little icons sorted out and know which of the four was the correct one. Um, I've got stuff for tracking Necrotic for Mythic Plus. I've got all sorts of core ones for different classes and stuff in here. But you know, there's a bunch of different things that weak orders can do. Um, it's a high, high learning curve to create your own. But never be afraid to create a weak aura. Play with it. See what's going on. Look them up. You know, if you want if you want a weak aura to do a certain thing, just Google it, and there will be some guide that'll probably show you how to do it, or they might even have one that's already made. Um, but weak auras are very very critical uh, for high end gameplay, especially. Um, it's just almost everybody that's playing, you know, and and heroic rating or higher mythic plus and stuff. They're using all sorts of weak auras. Um, yeah. They do have an app, uh, like a, a desktop app for weak auras, uh, that helps you like keep your weak auras up to date. It's it's all right. It's not it's not the greatest thing, but it, it works. Um, so you know you can feel free to download that. But yeah, on Curse Forge or whatever client you use for your um, your add-ons, you can go on there and add on and you know, down install weak auras as an add-on. And once you have that installed, you can go to the wago.io site and then import any weak auras from there. Um, yep, that is pretty much it for weak auras. Let me turn these off because I don't use them anymore. There we go. Load. Never. Um, there's a lot of other things. So, like, there's with like triggers and stuff in here, you can have it so they only activate at certain times. That's how I make my buff ones. Um, so like Immolation Aura. Um, if It's right here. If you close Weak Auras, it only shows up. Well, now it's not showing up because Weak Auras is probably not active. Actually, it's out of date. I need to, I need to update all my Weak Auras as well. I'm beta, I've got them corrected. But with all the talent changes, a lot of the spell IDs have worked and a lot of old Weak Auras don't work anymore. Um, but yeah, so like, this here will show you with the trigger you can sell it so only when you have the buff for that aura then it will work actually while i'm here let me just demonstrate how this works so right here if you hover over here you have an id in the bottom left corner there 258920 which is actually the exact same aura so i don't know why it's not working I'll have to look into that later. <laughs> but yeah, so you would, you would normally you hover over the icon and it'll show you the ID for the icon. And then you can type in that. So then if you only want it to show when that buff is, is up, that's how you get it to show just that buff when it's active and not when it's not active. Um, oh. Not sure why mine's not working. Um, before My, we finish. Yes. I, uh, something we should bring up is the Twitch drops. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So the Twitch drops. Uh, go ahead and go so, over that. Yep. So um, I have a page open right here. So we have the first Twitch drop, which is basically watch somebody that has drops enabled on Twitch for WoW. Uh, it works for Wrath players and retail players, I believe. Um, and the first one is on November 15th, so the 18th. So you have tonight and tomorrow. And you watch four hours and you get a dragon kite pet. Which is pretty cool. I got mine. is It's a pretty cool pet, actually. Um, you don't have to watch all four hours at the same time. Just try and get them in. 
You just gotta hook up your your Twitch account to your World War your Battle Net, or other way around, I should say. Hook your yeah. Um, and then the next drop is a launch night, the twenty eighth till December first, and this is the one that is most important. You get the Feldrake, the trading card mount, uh, trading card game mount that they that costs a lot of money. <laughs> That some people are mad about, but you know I don't care. Right. It's a cool mount. I really yes, like the mount. So that's another four-hour one, and that's like I said between November twenty-eighth and December first. Uh, I should probably clarify on the twenty-eighth. It starts at three p.m. P P PST. So from wherever you're at, different. But um, and the third drop is just a firework toy just just kind of meh but this one lasts a lot longer it starts in december 13th and it goes till december 28th and that one is watching only two hours to get that toy yeah so make sure you hook up your twitch account your your battle on net watch some streamers get your loot because i'm sure they will not have the same items for next expansion if they do something similar like this again Right. Yep. And you want to get that Feldrake. And just some rules on it. You can't open up two Twitch streams and it doesn't it will not count double. You only get credit from one Twitch stream. So like right. if you if you have two playing at the same time and you play it for an hour, you're only gonna get credit for an hour of playing. Um yeah. you can you can switch between different streamers and stuff, absolutely. If I watch you know, Bioshock stream. If you watch Bioshock stream for 30 minutes and then watch my stream for 30 minutes afterwards, you get an hour. You get an hour. Um, yep. Once you complete it and get, like, right now it's a four hour one. Once those four hours are up, you go to. Let me pull this up here. Because I know we were kind of trying to figure this out yesterday a little bit. Or Tuesday night, I think. Um, uh, what, the, the Twitch stuff? Yes. So you go yeah, to. Yeah, go to your channel and go to Drop the Rewards. Yep, yeah. Your... Yep, click on drops yeah. and rewards, and it'll be down there. You claim it. Now, don't freak out if you don't get it right away uh, when you click like claim. Because, yeah, it is. it seems like it's taking about 10 to 12 hours for it to show up yeah. in, in, in game before you after you collect it. Um, I think it's just a big delay there. It takes Blizzard a while to get everything. Information, yeah. changing hands, and all that stuff. Uh uh, but yep, so yes, the next one I believe is the, is the launch night, right? And that's the Feldrake yeah. one. Yeah. Yes, definitely get the Feldrake because that's going to be a cool mount. Um, you can watch our uh, stream that night. Um, I know there'll be some other streams going on that. I know I have my drops enabled. Yep. Yeah. My I don't I don't know if mine. I I don't know. I have mine set to be enabled, but I don't know if I ended up. I don't know if mine uh, ended up doing it because it didn't seem like it was doing it when I was looking at it. Uh, right. I'm not positive, though. I, it's something I got to try to figure out and see. Now, the question is, if I'm streaming and I can't get it from my own stream, can I watch a stream while I'm streaming and get it? I think so. Like, you can't watch... I don't know if watching your own stream works. Um... But I do think that you you can watch like if you're watching someone else's stream well even while you're streaming it should still count towards it. Right. Yeah. It's probably the back. So I want to make sure I get it. 
have time in case I have any problems. Right. I don't want to do it on like the last day of being able to get it and just <laughs> have it for some reason not work. Yeah, no, I'll be. Uh, like I said, we'll we'll have we got three days I think on launch night, right? Or is it four yeah. days? Twenty eighth, twenty ninth, thirtieth. Yeah, you have four days. Yeah, so we'll have plenty of time. Um, you know, even if you're leveling up during launch, you'll have plenty of time to go back and and watch you know or watch live streams after you're done leveling up and whatever. You know, if you're busy, you've got four days to do it, so there's plenty of time. I think it only needs to be for four hours. Pretty sure. Yeah, for the for the Feldrake. Yeah. Yep. Four, uh, yeah, four, it's four hours. hours. Yep. Yep. So yeah, I know it's it's uh, very easy to go and and uh, get these. Um, I, I had it. I got most of mine from what just watching Bioshock stream the other night uh, while I was at work. I had him on, and then he closed the stream when I was had like ten minutes left before I would have gotten it. So you know. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> uh, Calculated. But, right? But no, uh, definitely go get your Twitch drops. Good rewards on there. Um, there we go. I got my ammo. I got my emulation aura working now correctly. All right. Yes, that's that's it. That's it for the podcast this week. Yep. Um, well, what about your week of WoW? What'd you do this week? Um. Uh... Pre-patch stuff. Evoker. Mostly Evoker. Um, and some BGs. And the Invasion stuff. I haven't really done much. I've been playing a lot with my parents recently. Because they're kind of coming back to the game at the end of the expansion. So they're pretty engineered. So I think... I saw them on earlier when we first got on. But they're they're uh, farming away on their tunes. And getting all their gears. All their gears like that. So right. I've been playing a lot with my parents. Which is kind of fun. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, as for myself, basically same thing, doing some pre-patch stuff, and then uh, just practicing speed runs because I want to get that time down. I want to be perfect on launch night. Yeah. I think it'll be a it'll be a fun event, fun night. Uh, like I said, we'll have some more info hopefully on that in the future. Um, but yeah, right now we've just been practicing, practicing, practicing. And I think that's kind of what we're going to be doing this week as well. Practicing, practicing, yeah. practicing. Um, I don't know if we'll do, are we, I don't know if we're going to do one after this or not, but we'll, we'll figure that out what we're going to do next. Um, yeah. but yeah, nope. Uh, it's going to be a fun, fun time. I think, I think Dragonflight's going to be a fun expansion. It um, is. It's looking pretty good. I think. Yeah. I, I, I'm hoping we just get lucky, but they fix a lot of the bugs with the questing, which I was really pleased to see. Yes. Yeah. Finally, some of the the, the bugs that we've had for a couple months now in the questing have finally gotten fixed, which is good. Uh, they're finally yeah. getting to that stuff. So hopefully, maybe that's the phase we're in now is just fixing all the bugs. Um, I'm hopeful for launch night there won't be issues. Polishing it up. Yeah. I'm hope I'm hopeful. Hopefully, there won't be issues on launch night. Uh, my biggest fear is still DDoS attacks. That's that's I'm I'm, I'm I'm I really hope we don't get any, but I feel like we're gonna end up having DDoS attacks on launch night, uh, just because people love to be jerks and cause DDoS attacks, which don't yeah. really hurt the company that much. They just hurt everyone who wants to play the game. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know. So if you're doing it as a form of protest against Blizzard, I get it, but don't. Do something different, <laughs> like, like, because all you're doing is hurting those of us that want to play. Uh, yeah, 
But uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Hopefully there aren't any DDoS attacks. Uh, hopefully it's all everything goes smoothly oh. that launch. Yeah, hope for a clean launch. Yep. It'll all be I a... want for Christmas is a clean launch. <laughs> I also want something to eat because I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I had a uh, salad. <laughs> ew, green stuff. It's a Caesar salad. It's delicious. It's even worse. Like more green what? stuff. My salad needs <laughs> to have like three different types of meat in it. <laughs> bacon is a requirement, not your nasty there, Canadian bacon. There's, there's bacon and cheese and chicken in mine. I really like that. Yeah, was it nasty Canadian bacon? You sickos. <laughs> what are we gonna? How many times we gotta go through this? <laughs> well, until you guys improve your Canadian bacon and make it actually good, like our bacon. USA, so USA, so troll, USA. <laughs> For those of you that don't get the joke, Canadians didn't make Canadian bacon; Americans did, and then we just—it was terrible. So we just named it after Cana Can after Canada. <laughs> Canadians, <laughs> yeah. After like Amer like it was Canadian bacon was literally made in New York City, and they're like, "Oh, this is terrible." We'll call it Canadian bacon. Uh, but yeah, so I blame I blame Canada anyway. Um, I mean, Me too. You know. All right. Um, I think All that right. just about wraps it up for tonight's podcast. Yeah. It's a yeah. little bit shorter than usual. I think we stretched it out a little bit. Everything. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, get out there, do your pre-patch stuff. Have fun. Get your alts leveled. Whatever. Uh, the WoW the WoW anniversary buff is still up. Uh, the Winds of Wisdom buff is gone. Um, oh, uh, also uh, for people who are having issues thinking, you know, that with the covenants and stuff, uh, originally when it first pre patch first hit this last phase, um, and Threads of Fate was gone, you could you had to do the, the Shadowlands campaign to do to get your covenant. You do not have to do that anymore. They they put in a Threads of Fate. Where you just yep. select it. You don't actually do the threads of fate, but you select. You, you don't have to do all of Shadowlands to get your campaign selected. Um, granted, it's not that big of a deal. Like right now, yeah, you want your Covenant campaign for this, but when Dragonflight launches, your Covenant campaign abilities don't work in Dragonflight anyway. So uh, yeah. it's not that big of a deal. Um, but y'all were freaking out on the forums and stuff. But it's not that big of a deal, guys. Really not. Really not. When the forums, man. Just For different kind of people. It's just Walmart people. <laughs> forums are. Oh man, I I love Taliesin and Evatel's you know their take on on forums because um, they're hundred percent right. The forums are absolute garbage. You go to the forums. I spent a lot of time in the forums this this last beta because I'm trying to figure out you know stuff for the bugs if, if I'm the only one experiencing it so if it's on my end or if it's on Blizzard's end and let me tell you the forums for every one forum topic that has good information and a good post and is a worthwhile post to post there's about 10 others that are Blizzard's a dead game wow my dragon riding dismounted me Blizzard's so broken Blizzard's terrible this game is dead oh Blizzard why do you hate wow why do you hate all of us oh why are you trying to kill the game are you making wow too is that why you're trying to kill original wow like it's just all oh, it is non-stop on the forums it's ridiculous Walmart people man it is. It is. It is. It's a different breed of people. It's a whole different energy, man. It is. It is crazy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. anyways, 
you can follow us. Um, you can see mine in Twitch, Jonas for Bioshock. Yep. Uh, my YouTube is the same. I'm not really making any content yet for YouTube. I was going to make some Evoker PvP stuff, but I'm waiting to Dragonfly for that. Yeah, first you wait till pre-patch. Now you wait till Dragonfly. Well, you wait I was till the next right, <laughs> I was. I probably would have. Probably would have done some of the pre-patch. If you weren't sick. That and also if I, my gear is equivalent to everyone else. All right. Now I think you should still make some stuff, man. You should. All you gotta do is record and then you know edit out what you don't want in there. Make make some content. True. Give the people what yeah. they want. <laughs> I, I, def I definitely have plans to make YouTube content, so I'll, I'll probably announce it in a, in a podcast when I actually do, but that expect that in the, probably about a month. Right, right. Um, yep, and then uh, I've got my, my last uh, speedrun attempt is on my YouTube channel, which is BuckBlind the Demon Hunter. Uh, and then you can also look me up at Twitch, uh, which is twitch.tv slash buckblind and Twitter for however long Twitter still exists. Cause right now it is, <laughs> is a, it is a crumbling, <laughs> collapsing dumpster fire right now on Twitter. Good yeah. Lord. Um, but yeah, you can look me up at Twitter at buckblind DH. Uh, but yes, on YouTube, check out my last, uh, uh, speed run. It is the world record speed run. I haven't seen anything faster. Um, it's not on speedrun.com because it's not an official speedrun because it had the wild anniversary buff. But five hours and 12 minutes to go from level 8 to level 60. Uh, I dare you to do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I know right now it's not going to be possible because you don't have the Winds of Wisdom anymore. Um, right. But yeah, no, it's a fantastic speedrun. The uh, the first part, the, the Demon Hunter starting zone is a little slower, about 10 minutes slower than I wanted it to be or what it normally is. But other than that, after that, I mean, it was smooth sailing i didn't have to do the evil evil quest that blizzard puts in redwoods or red yeah red ridge mountains uh quest the one uh, where the, the one where you have to stealth yeah oh, I yeah hate that quest so much <laughs> it's a guarantee you're gonna die almost every time it's like it's so annoying the, you have an npc escorting you and he he aggros elite everything there is an elite so you basically if you aggro one if you blow all your cooldowns you might live. Uh, if you aggro more than one, you're probably going to die. Uh, and he aggros every time. And I didn't, I was able to not even do that quest because I was already like level 30. I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and go to Dark Duskwood and not even bother with that. So that was great. It was a lot of, lot more fun that way. Uh, went really smoothly. I was really happy with it. Um, yeah, go check that out. Uh, the podcast will be up there as well, the YouTube channel. And then uh, we'll see if we can get Bioshock to start putting up some videos here this week yeah most of my content is probably going to be related around pvp maybe mythic plus right in some scenarios but probably we'll see pvp yep oh yeah, that was the other thing we did i did some i did a battleground with you guys last night and absolutely <laughs> dominated uh it was so much better than bioshock 100 percent better like, like world's <laughs> best pvp player here yeah just annihilated bioshock bioshock didn't even have a chance like it was ridiculous yeah, <laughs> yeah. Low, lowest damage lowest damage is the best right to golf <laughs> oh it's yeah it's like it's like golf lowest lowest damage wins uh, yeah yeah no, i'm very very new to, to pvp not necessarily new but i just i don't pvp um for for example my demon hunter that i was playing on uh i've had him since when did i make this character i've had him since at least the start of shadowlands probably before shadowlands honestly yeah, because I transferred him over. I had I had this character during all of BFA. Uh, yeah. 
And this demon hunter, uh, in the battleground last night, I hit 100 honorable kills. That was the achievement that popped up during the battle. That's how little PvP I do. I've had him for four years, and he just now hit his 100th, 100th honorable kill. <laughs> um, yeah, I avoid PvP like the plague, but I will probably start doing some in this expansion. So, we'll yeah, see. look forward to that, yeah. Yep. Alright, we will wrap this up. Uh, hope all of y'all have a good week. Uh, we will have a podcast next week, even if we are both dying on our deathbed we're going to do a podcast because i want to get one more in before launch night yeah. especially if the if we're able to announce the big news uh, yeah for sure uh and anyway yeah keep an eye on our socials for those those updates and information if we happen if we get that information we'll post it on there quickly as well but uh yeah get ready for launch because we've got about 12 days and no 10 days we have 10 days and then yep the dragons Woo, darkens. <laughs> All right. Y'all have a great week. Have a great night. Appreciate y'all watching. Have a good one. Bye. See you later. <laughs>